They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 13 of Soul Food titled Verify. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to respond to backbiting and slander. We're going to talk about only conveying that which beautifies. And then finally, that deliberation is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas, he continues to give really beautiful, practical spiritual advice that really improves our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and really teaches us how to be with those around us. So he says, if news reaches you about someone or a person conveys a statement from them that harms you or detracts from you, do not rush to retaliate against them, nor show them harshness without first verifying the report. So if someone comes to you and says, so-and-so said this about you, it's really important how you process and deal with that information that's just come to you. And Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Atas, he's saying, do not retaliate. Don't rush in your response and retaliate against the person or be harsh to them without verifying the truth of the report first. So someone, imagine it. They say, so-and-so said this about you, and it's something really negative. Immediately, your nafs is going to be on fire. And you would start saying to yourself, they said what? They said that about me? And then you start to get defensive. And you might even start to reassess the things that you thought were good about that person. Immediately, there is like this shift in your mind about that person and what you thought about them, and the relationship that you have with them. And if, let's say, five minutes later you run into that person, you might even treat them harshly or reinterpret anything that they do in a negative light. Oh, look at what they just did. They're just doing that because they want to show off, or they're just doing that because they're dishonest or they're hypocritical. All of that comes around from what? An unverified report. Someone just came to you and said, they said this about you. But this is why we have to pause and not let our nefs control us. Rather, you have to verify. You have to have this tathabbut and ta'anni. You need to be deliberate. You need to be unhurried. And you need to verify. So then you take a step back and you say, hold on. Did you hear him say that? So the person who tells you, this is what they said, say, did you hear him say that? No, well, actually, no, someone told me, he said, okay, so now it's one step removed. So it's even less accurate or less likely to be accurate. And then you could ask, what was the context of the conversation? And then you could also say, you know, from what I know about this person, I don't think that they would say that. 
or maybe there's some sort of misunderstanding. Maybe you misheard them. Maybe they were talking about someone else and you thought it was about me. You try to find some sort of excuse, especially until you're able to verify it. Because we have to be careful about believing things that sever the bonds of love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when the believers, brothers and sisters, express love for one another. That they have this love for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's valuable. It's not something to be taken lightly. And it's also something that the shaitan works against and tries to destroy between the hearts of believers. So when someone comes to you with that, do not allow them to easily sever the bonds of love and brotherhood and sisterhood. And then in addition to that, we should actually be very intentional in playing an active role in conveying good things about other people. Not only do we just not easily accept bad reports or people spreading bad things about others, but in addition to that, we should actively play a role in sharing good things about other people, which brings us to the next point, only conveying that which beautifies. So the author says, in this age, forgery and slander are the norm for most people, as well as conveying things that blemish rather than beautify. And I think we all can just see if we look at social media and the way that so much of it is used just to express ugliness and argumentation and it has become like an arena for shaming people and putting them down and a lot of also what's even just on the news and a lot of the things that people tend to talk about really focus on other people's mistakes and the things that they've done or making fun of them or looking down at them or whatever it may be people love to talk about other people's flaws and blemishes and in reality we know from our deen, from the Prophet ﷺ, that he said, Allah is beautiful and he loves beauty. So actively play a role in conveying beautiful things about other people. Even if you're the only person who does that, you should be committed to that. And there's a story, one of my favorite stories, that's conveyed and narrated about our master, Sayyidina Isa, Jesus, peace be upon him, when he saw a dead dog on the road. And the other people around him, they were commenting on its stench and how unpleasant a sight it was. And then when he commented, he said, look at how white its teeth are. Look at how white its teeth are. Why did he say that? Because even with all of the ugliness that could be focused on, he chose to focus on the beauty. He chose to focus on the beauty. And we need people who focus on the beauty. All human beings have flaws. All human beings have things that we're not happy for other people to notice or to focus on or to even identify and tell other people about. But at the same time, every human being has something good, has some good quality. So we need people who focus on that good and beauty and serve as healers who are able to bring people's hearts closer together because it is the work of the shaitan to separate hearts and it's the work of the people who are beloved to Allah to bring hearts together 
in goodness and in guidance. This brings us to the last point, deliberation is from Allah. The author then says, truly Allah, the king and judge, addresses the people of faith. He says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِقٌ بِنَبَئٍ فَتَبَيَّنُوا أَنْ تُصِيبُوا قَوْمًا بِجَهَالَةٍ فَتُصْبِحُوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُمْ نَادِمِينَ O believers, if an evildoer brings you any news, verify it so that you do not harm people unknowingly, becoming regretful for what you have done. This ayah, this verse of the Qur'an was revealed when the Prophet ﷺ, he sent one of the companions, Al-Walid ibn Uqba, to a tribe called Bani al-Mustaliq to collect the zakat from them, to collect the alms from them. But Al-Walid, this companion, he actually had some bad history with Bani al-Mustaliq from the days of Jahiliyyah, from the days of ignorance, that there was some tribal baggage and some bad experiences between him and this particular tribe from before Islam. So when they heard he was coming and that he was sent by Allah's Messenger, and they were believers, they welcomed him out of their respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But because he was worried that they might still hold this grudge against him, the shaytan whispered to him that they were actually plotting to kill him out of vengeance and that he should run away. So he fled, he ran back to the Prophet ﷺ, and he said that they didn't want to pay the zakat, and actually they were plotting to kill him, and that he had escaped. So naturally the Prophet ﷺ was upset, that if this is the way that people are going to treat someone who is a representative and sent by the Prophet ﷺ, then that's a big problem. But then Bani al-Mustaliq, they sent someone to the Prophet ﷺ and said, we were willing to pay the zakat, but Al-Walid, he left before we were able to give it to him. So it really all came back to it being a big misunderstanding, that he assumed that they were going to harm him, whereas for them, after Islam, they forgave whatever grudge might have been there from before. And that he was sent by the Prophet ﷺ, so they were willing to honor that. So it really all just boiled down to being a big misunderstanding. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse to show us to not jump to conclusions and to make decisions about people based on unverified assumptions. And oftentimes the Prophet sallallahu would say, min shaytan." Deliberation, being deliberate, being careful, being unhurried, thinking things through, you know, being thorough. Deliberation ta'anni is from Allah and haste is from the devil. Really jumping to a conclusion very quickly and acting very quickly without thinking about it, that's something that comes from the devil and from the whisperings of the devil. So that brings us to the call to action. The next time someone is brought up in conversation, and it seems like it might be going in the direction of criticizing that person or backbiting them, bring up their good qualities instead and steer the direction of the conversation to something better. You can say good or bad about anyone, but if a conversation comes up, 
make sure to point out the good things about that person and to try to make sure that the conversation does not go in a way that is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bestow in all of our hearts a good opinion of one another and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings our hearts close together in love and in respect and in brotherhood and in sisterhood so that the shaitan cannot get in between our hearts and that if there ever is a misunderstanding that we're able to communicate with one another directly and clearly and that we don't follow unverified rumors and assumptions about one another and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases the ummah in love for each other for his sake wa sallallahu ta'ala ala sayyidina muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin thank you for listening to soul food to subscribe to the show visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on itunes soundcloud or by email if you're on itunes please also leave us a rating and a review it helps more people discover the show